Hey, hey, it's me again. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Over Religion. I'm your host, Sylvia. So here we go. Just want to say, you know, thanks for tuning in again and listening to another episode. I'm really excited. I'm really happy to be doing this process, to be in this process and, you know, just giving a space for you to get to know me. So today I'm going to start with a story that happened when I was little. So, and this has been pivotal in my healing journey because um, I noticed some pain in my left shoulder as I started getting you know, getting better from my lower back injury and just working on whole body health. And I asked my family, well, and just talking to my family, I, 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 I get to relearn a story that I had been told before. So when I was about a year old, um, my family was at I think it was like a Fedco or something like that. Today it's a Target on like Chatsworth and Bubble or something like that. But um, anyways, they had a couple cards. I was a baby sitting in the cart. And um, my mom stayed in the store for something. So my dad came out with my sisters. My sisters are young. They're like seven and eight or six and seven or something like that. And um, I guess like, I get I get left in the cart and the cart rolls all the way down the parking lot and falls over and I break my shoulder I mean I have no recollection of the situation I just feel pain or I was feeling pain at the time so I'm asking questions and it was kind of tough. Like with my mom, she was like, leave it in the past. You know, it, it doesn't matter now. And I, it did matter to me. I needed to know just part of my own journey. What, what, what has my body, what trauma has my body gone through? And even if I go to my lower back injury, it's on the left side. My entire left side of my body is weaker. Um... And somewhat injured in some way um, because the lower back, left side sciatica, I, I suffered a handful of years ago, that led to atrophy in my left leg. And atrophy means muscle loss. I did like a nerve test and the results were that I had muscle loss in my left leg. I even measured it. Like it was like my calf and my thigh were an inch smaller around versus my right leg. And, you know, I felt it was, you know, just all bad. I felt self-conscious, so many different things. So anyway, this, this shoulder situation. So little Sylvia, a year old, breaks her shoulder, goes to the emergency room. I get some sort of a cast. I don't even know what a cast looks like on a shoulder. I can't, I don't even, I can't, and I imagine it on a baby. Um, <clears throat> just so sad. And... Um, I get more information out of my sisters. I see what they can remember. And, you know, it's just about whole body healing 
and allowing our allowing myself to heal the trauma that once was and still my shoulder um my left side my arm the whole thing is it hurts when I try to do different things through my workouts and not really hurts I just feel the difference I feel how the right is much stronger my left my I mean my my leg and my arm and my core because my lower back injury it, it's all connected you know and that's my my left side of my abs is weaker on that side and I remember last week I was just hurting so bad I thought I had a stomach ache and my husband's like oh no just your abs are coming in I'm like what the what what does that even mean your abs are coming in he's like the muscles are being formed underneath and I was like whoa like I didn't even know barely knew how to comprehend it all I knew is that my stomach was killing me and you know just stretching and breathing and working through it honestly my my shoulders tightening up right now just being in this space and showing a part of myself you know anyways so fast forward that you know just to now being able I processed that probably three four years ago and knowing the information has helped it's helped me be cognizant be aware you know try to release an air there breathe into those areas to bring healing into my body and because we heal ourselves and the body is so strong the mind is so strong and we have to be aware of this and tell ourselves this and you know be mindful of the words we use in our own head and that's where gratitude is a big part of that learning to be grateful learning to to switch the narrative so thanks for listening to my little story and my little TED talk anyways so getting on to the I am challenge we're at day 11 language matters mantra I am intentional observe your words like a hawk the journal and prompt says notice the moments you are speaking just to speak versus adding value to a situation or conversation. Now, this was really hard for me to learn, you guys, because I always want to say something. And even I would hold my tongue so much and people wouldn't even believe I was holding my tongue. But learning to speak when I can add value to a situation, learn to like taught me so much not only about myself but about the people around me and not always needing to like fill the void um allows for space to be had and thoughts to occur <sighs> take note of when you add something you'd like to say how the other person or situation receives it okay when you speak notice Notice of the frame your language is in by going a little deeper. Ask yourself the intention of your communication and if it's coming from a place of insecurity, negativity, or your own triggers. Or is it coming from a place of understanding, curiosity, evolution of, evolution of information? You know, I talked about this the other day where I, I, I identified like jealousy coming up or creeping up and... I had to take a look at myself and see that it was really coming from a place of insecurity. I think I share about it in a couple days, but 
that prompt when I got to it and I really was honest about it, the result is me standing before you. And I had to take a look at my insecurity, why I, I had to reframe the narrative. So you guys are seeing like present day manifestations of this work being done that, I, that I've been doing for so long. Journal on what you notice from this exercise. Notice how your core values shape and affect your thought processes. Okay. Here we go. I am intentional. I am intentional about my healing journey. Every thought I have, every thought I have learned to take captive in Christ. Feeling sick during this time allowed me to see things from a different perspective. Slow down and pay attention to my, to my reaction to things. Let me remind you, when I wrote this, I had caught a cold. Talk things out and learn from them. Take myself out of the situation and be able to observe. Be objective and look for solutions in order to move forward. Learning to identify jealousy when it comes up and remove it from the equation. Self-evaluation and honesty are keys to unlocking hidden gems deep down in our hearts to truly reveal what drives us. Because I've learned to wear the full armor of God, the spiritual attacks become more and more obvious. Case in point, jealousy. I feel a rage inside of me that is not like me. It is a spiritual attack designed to take me out of my character and react to a situation with the green-eyed monster in control instead of loving, kind Sylvia that is happy for her friends and family when they succeed. By identifying the spirit and fighting fire with fire, I remove the spirit and the spiritual realm in the name of Jesus. Then the real work can begin and that rage inside of me turns to passion and I can focus I can focus on my actual goals at hand, live well, be happy, and be the only, live well and be happy, and be the only Bible that someone might ever read. Oh yeah, and be a wife, have a successful career, and a, and a beautiful home. I am intentional. And I'm gonna add, that I have crazy faith. That's the end of my journal prompt or my, my answer. Hey, hey. So I want to take a moment and get into the armor of God. I know I mentioned it on episode three and how it broke suicidal thoughts for me. But I want to tell you on just a more literal level how I pray this every day. And it's what helps me. It's what I wrote in the journal entry as what helped me identify these spirits and helped me look at myself. Um, so the whole armor of God, it's from 
Ephesians chapter 6. And I'm going to start at verse 10. And it just goes to 18. So I'm just going to read it. And um, I, I want you to know that I take it very literal. I, I actually imagine myself putting these things on because this is a spiritual realm. And I want you to know that it's a spiritual war and we can't win in our world. We have to fight in the spiritual world. So Ephesians six ten. A final word. I'm reading the NLT version. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Clear, very clear instruction. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers, authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Heavenly places is spiritual realms. So here, now he tells us we got to wear it, and then he tells us exactly what it is. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after the battle, you will, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. So just like a belt, picture like a belt tying it around your waist. And then the body armor of God's righteousness. So like a, a, a breastplate. You know how a, a soldier will wear, think like gladiator or something like that. A soldier will wear a breastplate on their chest made of metal. That is God's righteousness. You have to put it on. For shoes, you put on the, the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. That's the gospel. That's the salvation that God gives us. That's faith. That's peace. That's all the gifts of the Spirit. You have to first believe. So you put that on your feet so that everywhere you go, you're, you're telling people. And, and, this, and this is just a way of life. So your talk can match your walk. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop all the fiery arrows of the devil. So the shield, you got to pull it up like... You know, think of a shield that protects a, a, a soldier. You know, it must be made of water or something because it stops fiery arrows. Because when the devil shoots at us, it creates havoc. It creates a fire. It creates something that we have to put out and calm down and figure out where this mess came from. But your shield of faith blocks it. Put on salvation as your helmet. So a helmet guards your head. Think of this literally how having salvation is a protection, a protection shield on your head. And when, when a soldier gets hit in the head, that helmet protects it. So I just want you guys to understand this in a, in a literal form. And the Bible isn't always all ooh, uh, shalls and thous and you can't understand it. This is very literal. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So that is our weapon in the spiritual realm. I used to think that this was the most important part, the word of God as my sword. Think of like a sheath on your side and you're pulling out that sword like bah, 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 bah. you're going to kill him. You know what I mean? So then the next verse, I've more recently learned how this is the most important 
weapon out of it all. It says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. I'm going to go on to the next verse and I'll probably stop there. And pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for the Jews and the Gentiles alike. That's everybody. That's everybody. That is everybody. This salvation, tapping into prayer and asking God for help and for guidance, it's available to us all. And he, it's, it's that picture, you know, where he's at the door knocking. It's, are you going to let him in? Because it's all your choice. It's all by will. I just know that my life changed after I made this decision. And after I opened my eyes to the spiritual world, I can't look back. I, I can't. There's, there is no going back because there's so much going on that so many people are unaware of. We, we argue about the wrong things and there's so much more at hand and being intentional about my words and my thoughts has only become possible through the power of God and the Bible. Learning to read the Bible and making it a daily pattern of my life has shown fruitful in every other area of my life. I've learned discipline because I know how to be disciplined with the Bible. I've learned dedication because I, I can be dedicated to God. And I'm so thankful that I get to be a wife today and a, a sister to my sisters, an aunt to my nephews.